0: Open the pod bay doors, All right, all right, all right. You're going to need a bigger potion Oh, I'm sorry. Did I break your concentration? the coast. we we'll get together.
1: Have a few lives. <laughs> a movie artist with Brad hotel and Gus Trapp. I was just playing some Apex Legends. For all our fans out there, I'm uh, Goo5zilla or Guszilla. If you want to add me, I do rip i am an octane main currently i started off as pathfinder uh none of this is making any sense to brad but uh, that's why i fucking love about it anyways were you yeah was your um love for nick cage revitalized i
0: think so yeah i think this uh
1: this movie makes
0: full use of nick cage it's
1: isn't it? It's like they perfectly situated Nick Cage into exactly where he needs to be.
0: I know it's the Nick Cageiest that I've seen him. He's, his full range as an actor is there, like the just the batshit craziness, and then just sort of the subtle, <laughs> yeah. There's the a lot. Chi- there's chillness.
1: Yeah, there's some chill
0: uh... at the beginning, and then it just gets batshit crazy, and he's along for the ride. And what do you think? Well, hell, let's. uh, I thought it was awesome.
1: Yeah. This is my first time seeing it, so yeah, my third. Wow. Did you see it in the theater? I didn't. I'm so. I. It's one of those movies I wish I could see in the theater with like only my friends or like nobody. This movie would be awesome in the theater. Oh, like I want to be so fucking high on like some edibles and watching this and just getting so lost in it. Well, hell, let's do do an intro, do a classic Brad intro. Classic intro. Um, Hey, gang. Welcome
0: back to our show. My name is Brad Patello. I'm joined here with my good friend, Gus Trouth, and also Akira, who's in the background of Gus's window. You can't see her, but
1: I can't (laughs) see her right now. (laughs) She's hiding.
0: Yeah, (laughs) She's like ducked behind a bunch of pillows. Our film today is Mandy from 2018. Starring Nicolas Cage, um, I saw it for the first time today, and man, I'm, I'm definitely gonna watch it again, um, at some point because this was great. Uh, Nick it's Cage, a great,
1: it's a really good rewatch, too.
0: Yeah, uh, just crazy, and I didn't know anything about it. Like, going Which that's in that's that's great, too. I didn't even know. I mean, I knew it was like a horror film, kind Mm -hmm. of. A lot of people talking about it said it was good. It's been on my list for a while. Like, I I told you I have, like, Gus knows I have a list of, like, films that I want to see, but I haven't yet. Now I can cross this one off. It's been on. Uh, Have
1: you seen or heard of his first film?
0: I have not seen it. I've heard of it. I heard it was even more weird.
1: It is a little... It's not as um, enjoyable. I think okay. that what makes Mandy so fucking good is that it kind of straddles this wild tightrope of like being very artsy and stylized and this weird thing. But like the, they really, I think they do a really good job of setting up the relationship of Mandy and like you're, you love Mandy. Yeah. You can't not love Mandy. Yeah, she does good artwork. Yeah, she's awesome. And I just love like her... Um, I don't know. Her approach to day-to-day life is just fucking chill as fuck. And and then Nick Cage, I think, does a really good job of... Um, he doesn't go fool Nick Cage right away. He's just... It's a, it's a slow ramp up. Yeah. <laughs> and there are just these it's slow but it's kind of the music is used and the sound effects are used so well like oh the uh, sound is just god the sound is perfect
0: amazing the visuals are amazing yeah panos cosmatos is the director's name yes
1: what a great name i'm sure
0: i butchered that but
1: uh yeah uh, it's a pretty metal
0: it's a metal name for a metal movie it's very metal it's uh like There's black so many rainbow. words
1: I could use. To it's psychedelic. It's uh, beyond the black rainbow. Is his first movie?
0: Yeah, I've heard of that. I mean, I looked him up. Bobby
1: really, really idea. cool idea. Really cool visuals. Really good music. It's just not as enjoyable as Mandy. Mandy is just it. Like tips. It's just it dips its toe into like mainstream every now and then
0: yeah i mean the story is almost secondary it's more a sensory experience really yeah. than a, it's a two-act story too which is unusual because like a lot of features are three act but and the act break is that crazy mac and cheese commercial which <laughs> we'll, we'll get to and oh my yeah. god the, the colors in this movie i wrote down yeah. like i just kept writing down like uh uh every i don't know every time i wrote down a yellow kitchen scene orange bathroom scene green dagger scene yeah uh, blue flashing lights during kidnap scene yellow trailer scene there's a different like color scheme for every scene and some of the some scenes have like like that one shot where like at the beginning where she's talking about how her dad killed a bag full of baby birds with a crowbar yeah <laughs> has this big big, long shot and there's this like cycling like gel wheel like this colors this panorama of colors in that shot or just
1: yeah it's, it, it, it... Oh, man i there's so much this movie also does a really good job of having like moments of levity
0: well, yeah, that mac and cheese commercial is right in the middle. It's the act break. That's yeah. like you have act one, which is kind of all the setup, and then you know
1: the kidnap and well, everything they, that
0: happens, and then they
1: have three. I also like the titles. Oh, right, because yeah. the first title you see is, um, what's it called? Something Mountain um, Mountains, Magic I it, Mountains. I wrote it down here. Nineteen eighty-three, um, and there's all these. The, the subtle sh-
0: shadowy shadowy mountains, nineteen eighty-three. Yes.
1: yes. This subtle storytelling. Uh, when Nick Cage is leaving work, I oh god. Let's just start the beginning. I love. There is. I don't know how how if it counts as diagenic. It's a King Crimson song. Yes, but from the like di- the seventies or something. The diad. Uh, it's. I don't know how would you even call it. Because are they, the hel- are the they helicopter. No, like the helicopter it's a helicopter shot of like a forest at the beginning. Right. Yes. But that helicopter is the helicopter that's picking them up. Yes. So it's like a diagenic helicopter if that makes sense. Yes. I I get you. Yeah. And like right off the bat as soon as the titles any of the like the the opening credits come up with that deep like almost like a like this bottle like a like a glass bottle green forest with that like it's a red red yeah oh
0: and it's like a motley crew album yes yeah basically it's
1: right there i'm like this is fucking awesome and then the what i was going to get into the subtle storytelling was that when the helicopter picks up the lumberjack crew and one of his uh teammates offers him a beer he like he refuses so Mm -hmm. like He has, like, started a new life with Mandy. Maybe, like, Mandy has, like, that's what you, like, I'm reading into it, but, like, that's what the movie's asking you to do. But he has, he maybe was in a dark place, and he met Mandy, and Mandy kind of pulled him out of that dark place. And he is, like, absolutely, completely in love with Mandy. Yeah, that was my
0: my reading as well. Or a little bit of backstory to where maybe he is a recovering alcoholic, maybe. Yeah yeah just that simple shot of him turning down a beer you know at the end of the day there's no dialogue in that scene there's there's not much dialogue the only real exposition we get that's spoken is the scene with um bill duke of predator fame (laughs) he's in it for like two minutes i picture him being on set for like half a day but yeah um
1: that's really the only exposition we get we there's a Which is really fun, too. That exposition is fun. It kind of explains what those... I love the idea that they're... It makes you question, is it magic or is it drugs or, like, are these actually demons or are these people that have been, like, transformed because of this drug and they're, like, this new being, like, they're on another fucking state because they're chugging that shit and Nick Cage literally dips his finger in it and, like, loses his mind. And then he becomes, like, ultra strong because he spoiler fuck, crushes some motherfucking
0: heads man. yeah man act two of this is just brutal and awesome and yeah bat shit crazy it's yeah. uh it's a lot of fun so yeah nick cage is like a, a lumberjack i guess in 1983 he has an awesome truck Is like, yeah, like he has got a Bron- ford yeah, bronco ford, or something yeah. and,
1: and i love um yeah you can hear it's obviously it, like yeah it's reagan talking about how Fucking Reaganism bullshit with like the like people don't like pornography and like it's like this like saying that like oh yeah like you know like the whole like uh the United States is like a Christian state kind of thing and he turns it off that kind of (laughs) sets the tone because I was like it does set the stone yeah yeah.
0: well that was that's kind of the first hint you get of the setting really is the you hear a Ronald Reagan speech and I'm like Oh, this wants to be set in the 80s. I mean, you see his truck a little bit, but then then that
1: that necessarily doesn't mean anything. But yeah, the the, the title, yeah, does solidify it. So it's 83. They live in like
0: Washington, maybe, or looks like Pacific Northwest. They live in an
1: awesome house. God, that yeah, that cabin is so cool. All windows. um... Yeah, their bedroom is just literally like glassed in.
0: So the uh, the title uh, is a couple of credits. I, I kind of looked up afterward. Um, the title sequences were done by. Um, they're beautiful. A com- company called Shinola. Uh, mm-hmm. Artist is Richard Kentworthy. Um, this company did title sequences for Glow. Do you remember Glow on Netflix? Oh yeah, the really yeah, cool titles right there. there yeah. And Restless, also, uh, yeah. Scott Pilgrim versus the world, they did those credits. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. And I did some digging about um, the Cheddar Goblin commercial. There's like yeah, that... the act break, like between act one and act two. He there's this ridiculous commercial on the TV, the Cheddar Goblin, which is I like... want
1: Cheddar Goblin. I there's <laughs> something about like I grew up eating like that, uh, craft. There's mac a mac goblin cheese. puking
0: mac and cheese on children for in the commercial.
1: Yeah. Like, I and I I'm I, I'm so I want mac and, tr- macaroni and cheese so bad watching it. Well that commercial was directed by
0: Casper Kelly who also directed Too Many Cooks. Do you remember that one? Yes. <laughs> the uh adult swim weird intro yeah, thing like, yeah,
1: yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the animation there's animated so there's like
1: three or four little dream sequences of which i love because animated. It, it like you it would be too much to lose mandy completely yeah that was uh and it took some digging but it
0: was banjo studios their company out of paris um the only other thing people might have seen is a feature called the rabbi's cat have you seen that
1: no it was on Netflix a few years ago. I don't know if it's still I, there. Yeah, I was wondering who did those. They're I like that they have a very 90s feel.
0: Yeah, they I I found their demo reel on Vimeo and it's beautiful. All 2D. A yeah. lot of lot of really great stuff. And if 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 you get a chance to watch the Rabbi's Cat, it's it's good. I um I don't know if it's still on streaming or not, but it's yeah. be- beautiful 2D. Um all oh, cool. all their stuff is 2D and it's Man, their demo reel is really good. I'll send it to you. I would love to see it. So yeah, Nick Cage and Mandy, um, Mandy played by Andrea Riseborough. I think she is
1: awesome. Uh, did you watch The Possessed Possessor yet? That that's another one on my list that I okay. I'm she's still, she's yeah. in that. She's she's great. I think she. I just think that she's gonna be like she's gonna go down and as one of the best like. Uh, she's just one of those actress actors that when I see them in something, I want to watch it. She's been in a lot of stuff. Yeah. And she chooses cool projects like this and possessors definitely up there in this realm of like, you know, the other side of cinema.
0: Yeah. I love artsy horror films. Yeah. Know? Like uh it's so well-crafted this movie and It's so fun to look at it and the, and the sound and the language of the cinema they use. It's just so the
1: shots and the sound brings you, pulls you in it. Like, it's kind of like very cued up. Yeah. Like there's like a lot of music cues, um, which I am such a fan of. And I think that people like pull away from that too much. I, I don't know why, I, I think it's like some whenever there's visuals and music and it's all and sound and it's all coming together, it's the coolest thing. And that's literally what Mandy is all about.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think the King Crimson song, you know, just kind of sets the tone for me, like totally the opening credits there. So they have an idyllic life, just they're happy as a couple. They're um, you get some setup with
1: them. When they're at the rock quarry. Yes. They're this big rock Roy, and they're all by themselves and they're in a boat. And they're just like, again, you don't hear what they're saying. They're not, they're talking to each other. And like, it's like Nick is telling this story or something and then it cuts to at night and Nick's like behind the fire and the fire is sort of the foreground. Yeah. You can see the flames whipping up into the, the foreground and he's looking into the camera and then it's a reverse shot and it's Mandy and it really sets up Mandy's like otherworldly presence.
0: Yeah, almost like a mystique to her. You know?
1: Yes. And she... She's like coming out of the water there? or yes. something. Or it's like... It's know. so cool. Yeah. It's Looks so good. fucking cool. And it's nothing that you've quite... It's familiar enough, but it's also so out
0: there. Well, and the it, story is accessible. It's So, you know, we've seen the story before. It's pretty... It's a revenge tale. Standard revenge story. It's like I Spit on Your Grave or something like that, which has a lot. That's a lot of B-movies have that sort of revenge. A lot of like exploitation movies
1: have that. It's kind of like that, uh, like Tarantino's like this. It's like you kind of just want Tarantino to do everything like I want him to make a rom-com. Yeah. Like what would what would what happen if Tarantino made a rom-com? What would happen if Tarantino did this? It's like for this guy, I it's the same thing. It's like what would happen if he made a revenge tale? This is his revenge tale. It's awesome. Yeah. I was
0: he has a two, two directed two movies like yes, yeah. uh not a not a long IMDb page for this. Yeah, guy. I don't think he's going to be a
1: prolific guy. I think he's just going to I want to see us, more. Yeah, I don't know. I know. It's, it's like I, I Definitely don't know watch this, that beyond the uh black rainbow or whatever it's called because yeah that's like worth it it's worth it
0: 2010 and this is 2018 Mm -hmm. it took him eight years to make another i don't know Um, if you
1: watch the trailer for beyond the black rainbow you'll want to watch the movie the trailer is like this the mute the music is from the movie it's fucking awesome all
0: right
1: nick cage on the other hand has done (laughs) a couple hundred movies since 2010
0: there (laughs) (laughs) including uh willie's wonderland (laughs) <laughs>
1: well yeah so the whole thing was that uh we were gonna do memories which is a great uh anim- animated anthology movie yeah. um and last episode when we were recording brad was bringing up that he watched this nick cage movie what's it called again oh, willy's wonderland yeah and then it's like absolutely trash which I, I you know it's I'll never, terrible yeah, it's <laughs> terrible but i um I was like, "All right, we're gonna watch Mandy to restore your Nick Cage love," because I think, I think he'll I, be in anything though. I think he'll just, I think b- being Nick Cage's agent
0: must be the easiest job in the world. Like, <laughs> here's a script. Okay, I'm
1: in. Like, I mean, I, you like you said, I think on, he think owes a lot it, of money. How, how, yeah, he. I think he does. How much? How, he has like a crazy there is a reference to his uh love of comics when they're talking about um he has like a crazy comic collection i think he had to sell it in fact
0: oh the Um, galactus thing or
1: yeah yeah that was great yeah i just and it was it's nothing is nothing's heavy heavy heavy-handed in this movie necessarily there's maybe some kind of exposition stuff later in the movie that's a little heavy-handed but like not really Hmm. you know i didn't mind it
0: well, all right, act one is just, all right, they set up the relationship. In uh, Mandy's on her way to work or something in this van. The, the, when she's on her way to work, it's all red. Like It's just a broad daylight, but it's all red when she's
1: going and to she's, work. But then it like transitions into this deep violet. It's great.
0: Yeah. And this van full of cult members, this crazy cult is introduced. There's like five or six of them. And the cult leader, Jeremiah, wants Mandy. So, He's obsessed with yeah, Mandy. Yeah, just
1: sees her on the road and gets totally obsessed with her. But they establish that she does have something about her that is like, you know. She's very captivating. Yeah.
0: Yeah, as a just as a person, you know. I love she's, she's like reading Sabbath like.
1: <laughs> yeah, she's so metal and it's not like, it's not in your face metal you know what I mean it's just like yeah. she's just like a cool like she's just like a chill chick that like loves metal shit and she's like reading like some like fantasy Lovecraftian yeah. like metal novel <laughs> yeah. it's the perfect amount of metal I think yeah. I think this movie is very metal I mean it is he, very it is very metal but it's like if you didn't know what metal was you know what I mean he forges an axe <laughs> to like <go> <laughs> how right, metal T-shirt. is
0: that? <laughs> <laughs> okay 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 <laughs> How many times you see that in a movie i'm like what he's pouring liquid metal into like with his fucking aviators on he's a badass (laughs) so they they track down this couple they go to their house uh there there's this crazy sequence where they kidnap them they they summon these crazy bikers by blowing into an ocarina yeah the horn of something the horn of abraxas abraxas yeah which, which is a santana album (laughs)
1: by the way oh shit yeah see
0: this stuff you'll have
1: to cue me in on
0: summons these uh summons these crazy bikers i thought they were demons at first like okay they're summoning demons there's some satanic cult
1: yeah i mean i you could argue that they are demons
0: yeah i mean it turns out they're humans that are that took too much acid basically
1: (laughs) yeah like super concentrated acid yeah
0: yeah that's established with um bill duke's character uh in yeah the, in the the one exposition scene we get uh they the, the the bikers and they sacrifice a member to do it. they trade like, there's like this one cult member they're like let's sacrifice him in order yeah, to get like maybe yeah, yeah God. That, so they, scene,
1: that scene too he like the that one he, I've seen him before that uh, actor he's like a Scottish actor I think yeah or Irish. He's the one who blows the horn. He's sort of like the right hand man to Jeremiah.
0: Oh yeah, Ned Dennehy. I've seen it before too. I don't. Let me. He is
1: incredible. Good omens. uh, In in this in In this movie, he is. His like he has like cystic acne or like acne scars on his face, and just something. His eyes, man. His eyes are just like wild. It's very intense. Peaky Blinders. He was in Outlander. A lot of but stuff, he yeah. he's like when that one cult lead or that one cult kid is like opening and closing the fucking uh that's one of the moments of levity he's like oh yeah the window the scene window. and you can just see the dude's like so annoyed he's getting super I love all it. the cult guys I just think They're
0: like just a big crazy, muscular hey.
1: dude like the one like kind of crazy like snickering guy the kind of serious but like also kind of um vanilla like normal like what one right right hand man and like oh man and and that that one the one it's like the 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 younger girl cult member yeah she has she kills it in this movie man She's so good like the there's so much going on behind her eyes like there's such an innocence there but like also whenever she goes to like do the russian roulette thing right like there is a sense of like she's not like fully in yeah and uh
0: nick cage spares her too she he doesn't kill her when he goes on his
1: revenge rampage he doesn't he spares her so they basically yeah they get these demons and they they overtake um uh Mandy and Red. His name's Red in the movie. Oh. Yeah, yeah they, they yeah they they overtake Nick Cage. They tie him up and then they drug Mandy. They tie him up with uh barbed wire fence, which is right very metal. Yeah,
0: and yeah. they drug her. They drug her. They put eye drops in her eye, like acid eye drops, and then they stick her in the neck with the the stinger of like a pickled wasp, like a giant.
1: <laughs> giant wasp
0: yeah. and and she says that's the cherry on top or something yeah, like yeah,
1: that. yeah 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 i call that the cherry on top so she's yeah, seen totally before, drugged
0: too. out there's a great scene she's like tripping balls God, Mandy so is. yeah, just like trailing like the it's and all it's purple wild and purple heads.
1: and red oh and then like yeah I love all of the cult members are on the couches and they're just like some of them are like completely fucked up no one's even like moving other than Jeremiah yeah. <laughs> he puts that fucking record on and yeah, it's he's, horrible he's and that's and he sets up the whole thing that he is just this fucking whiny bitch yeah. who like couldn't make it in the music world and decided he you know he's got an album that's
0: like named after him the song is about him (laughs) and he's like putting it on for her like it's some great piece of art and yeah she just laughs at him
1: but man that the scenes of him like a close-up of him and like mandy's face slowly like is being dissolved onto his oh i know in and out yeah it's so fucking cool yeah like, that
0: was that was really cool yeah
1: they do it this movie is set up to like if you've never been high you'll feel what it might be like to feel high <laughs> like they yeah i in was a, gonna re- say in a that really cool way yeah
0: acid i was gonna say like this movie depicts being on acid better than any other movie i've ever seen i've never done acid before okay I, i've done acid like a few times, it's been like twenty years. Cats but. out of
1: the bag, people.
0: Yeah, back in the nineties, I I used to do a lot of acid. <laughs>
1: um, Should try it.
0: Yeah. All the all the cool kids are doing it.
1: All right. Like I'm still get, get alive, me that wasp on
0: you know and then pickled wasp me like stab you in the yeah. neck then, with a pickled wasp.
1: Play me some records <laughs> that I wrote. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I can't imagine like oh that cult leader is uh, I think he does a great job yeah he's such a douche and I think I like that there is a level to the movie that he is not like he is obviously like like a fraud but at the same time there is like a mysticism to the whole story that kind of gives him some kind of gravity of like,
0: yeah, I'm trying of, to figure of, out how power. he, yeah, I'm trying to figure out how he got a cult, like how anyone would follow that guy or I don't I'd know, probably I just
1: fucking giving him an acid and shit.
0: Yeah, I guess. Was that kind of based? Isn't the character kind of based on like um Manson a little bit? It seemed very Manson-y. Like the the cult seemed very just the acid and the sex, and yeah,
1: yeah, I mean, I'm sure it's you know what cult isn't based off of Manson these days. Yeah,
0: that's kind of the standard bearer for cults, I guess.
1: So, the cult uh, they she mocks
0: him and laughs at him, Mandy does for playing his shitty record, and they
1: they string her up and set her on fire brutally. yeah, in like a uh, in
0: front of Nick Cage in a sleeping, like a sleeping bag.
1: bag. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And I I think that the acting that Nick Cage is doing there, one, how uncomfortable it would be to have your arms strung up like this, even yeah. if like just just hold that for 2 minutes. It's like you're oh, going to, no. you know, you're going to be in pain. And he's Let got alone, his mouth,
0: he's got wire in his mouth too. Yeah. yeah.
1: And he is there I love that they keep it muted on him yeah it's just but you music. know that he is like screaming yeah you see it like but man the... it it is it is effective i think that seems very powerful i would say probably
0: 60 70 percent of this movie is either in slow motion or it's got some kind of weird color overlay yeah like they're doing a lot of like shots have this sort of weird overlay to it almost like there's a I wonder double. how much of that's in camera. Yeah, I was going to say a lot of it looks like
1: it's in camera. I'm not I sure. do some really cool stuff where it's like like just in one shot where it's like going from like one color to the like color scheme to the next. Like maybe three color schemes in one shot.
0: Yeah. There's a couple shots where it looks like it was like just kind of a spinning gel. Other shots did look like it was kind of a double exposed camera trick. Yeah. Uh, but a lot of slow motion, a lot of just like scenes where you don't hear the audio. It's just music or sound and just really captivating. So, yeah, Nick Cage breaks free. They, they just kind of leave. The cult leaves. Um, Nick Cage breaks free. And that, that's where we have kind of the act
1: break because he goes well, in and I, sees I, the commercial
0: yeah. at that point.
1: Yeah. And he's like he's walked up to Manny's Ashes. And I don't know how they did it, but man, they did a really good job of like when he kind of picks her skull up and the wind blows, it's like it does look like Mandy. I know, and um, yeah, and he th- it, then it's like such a horrible scene. Like I mean, it is really like it's, it's uh, a really heavy scene, and he walks into the house and the TV's on and the and he has this like completely stunned like depleted look on his face and that's when we see cheddar goblins yeah the, ch- the cheddar goblin how about that bathroom scene by the, the oh, well okay orange so this is leading to remember when i told you that you had a you had a a, a costume a halloween costume
0: oh the tiger and the underpants that yeah. one
1: <laughs> is that my costume i was that's wondering it, yeah. which
0: i was wondering if it was that or the armor
1: at the end like when he's covered with blood so he he doesn't even say it. he watches the entirety of the Cheddar Goblin commercial. He goes into the bathroom. He grabs like a bottle of vodka that he hid in there, like probably like years does he, ago. Does
0: he try to go to bed first? Like, isn't there a scene where he like tries to go to sleep because he's just so stumped? tired? Yeah, maybe he is laying there. Seems yeah, like uh, anyway, and that's why he but... has
1: like a dream. Oh, is it, that was the first dream? Yeah, and, and that's it right, cu- yeah. It, It's a dream of him. Where it's an animated dream, and he is like the wounded beast, and she like wakes him up. Yeah, what is the thing with tigers in this film, by the way? (laughs) That's he has a tiger
0: shirt on. There's an animated tiger, and then there's like
1: you know he's like he's got a tiger inside of him. Okay, you know what I mean? Maybe it's been it's been bottled up. Well, later when he
0: meets the chemist, the chemist is like testing his acid on the tiger. Did you catch that? Like no there's a line in there like uh, if if uh, the, the tigers a name Lily or something if Lily's calm I know it's good acid or something like that so he's like testing his acid on the tiger basically.
1: I like whenever he's like Nicholas Cage does doesn't say a word in that scene and he's like you're <laughs> I right I should set her free <laughs> he like lets her go goodbye but Lily he's yeah the let's go back to the bathroom, bathroom scene here. yeah he's it's, got this it's one shot
0: yeah and it's a really wide lens too yeah what it reminded me of was a little bit of raising Arizona because like yeah there's a bit where the can't it's a wide lens except in this case like in a Coen Brothers film it's a wide lens and we're super close to the character in this case we're like far away but you can tell when it zooms in you can tell that it's a wide lens because the the sides are all distorted
1: Um, but man, I just think like that whole time, like everything he is doing is just like so bizarre and at the same time, like so perfect. And like, how do you get so many perfect things all in one long take like that? Like, how many takes did they do of that shot? Like, it's pretty impressive, really. Yeah, he just like downs this. He's got like a gallon of vodka. Yeah, he's got like, yeah, he's got a handle of vodka and he's just cranking it down and screaming. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> and like you know that he's like screaming for a lot of reasons he's screaming because his love of his life was just murder in front of him he's screaming because he's like breaking an oath probably he gave himself and mandy yeah to, he's drinking again oh yeah and that's right he's screaming because he's like hurt because his hands are all fucked up he's like pouring the vodka all over his hands yeah and then he just starts doing that like ah, 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 like like and going like full nick cage this is where he goes full Nick Cage. It's a perfect Nick, Nick Cage freak out stop. here. It's, yeah, like... it's so fucking good. And the camera's just kind of slowly pushing in on him. Yeah, and it's, it goes on for a long time, too. Yeah, it's like Hell yeah. Five down. minutes or something. It's so good. He's kind of like breaking down for a little bit, then he's kind of coming back. And this is where we get back to uh, our... Bill Duke. Bill Duke, uh, yeah. the, uh, the Predator guy.
0: Yeah, he he. that's his expositional scene. He goes over to... Uh, bill duke's house i came for the
1: reaper yeah <laughs> it's like oh, a, yeah. like a crossbow a crossbow which i would i think that like bill duke has a vietnam army jacket on yeah i think that they're old vietnam like that would if like the rest of the storytelling would tie into this it would mean that they're like old soldiers yeah you know? That makes
0: sense. I mean, yeah.
1: But that's a great thing about this movie is it's not it's not handing you anything.
0: Yeah, it's just um letting you infer things. Yeah. It's not, you know, telling you outright, "Oh, they're old army buddies." It's maybe they're not. I don't know. I mean, that's yeah. that was my impression as well. And the whole thing where he's a recovering alcoholic, that's not explicitly stated, but yeah and so bill duke in a scene that's really yellow um inside of his uh you have the orange bathroom scene you have the blue the blue kidnap scene and yeah uh
1: you get a little backstory with the uh what those um the cult and those biker demons are all about you
0: know yeah nick cage is kind of freaking out like bill duke's like what do you what are you gonna do with that and he's, he says they set her on fire He's telling him about the the crazy bikers and and Bill Duke knows what he's talking about. It's like, oh yeah, yeah. they. He kind of points him in the right direction, like they're they're often seen here or something. And that's his one scene.
1: Yeah, but in that, <laughs> oh, scene, he has
0: a great line. He says, "Crazy evil, <laughs> crazy evil," and uh, he's describing Bill Duke is describing his arrows that he's made, and he says. They cut through bone like a fat kid through cake. <laughs> and then we get the Mandy title. Yes. This is so we had the uh, we had the we had three titles. We had the uh, Shadow Mountain, Shadow Mountain, 1983. And then the second one was the Children Sh- of the Dawn or whatever. Yeah. The cult name. That was when they first appeared in the van. Yeah. And then we cut to them after the scene where they see Mandy going to work. We get a little scene with them and it shows their dynamic and it's totally fucked up. Yeah. Um, We get some full frontal nudity on Jeremiah there. Some, yeah. Get some junk. Um, Darth Vader's helmet. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Nick Cage makes a Klingon sword after the yellow trailer scene. He forges. Oh yeah, so he's axe. gearing up,
1: man. He's got his <laughs> Reaper, he's got he, the axe.
0: After the trailer scene, you see him pouring molten metal into in like a, a in like a nondescript cave. Yeah, <laughs> dude, it's so badass. It's a blacksmith shop or something. Yeah. So he makes a sword. He makes an axe slash sword with which to kill the cult. Demons, yeah, crazy psychedelic animation. So we get some. I don't know. We, well, and then, is- so
1: he he so he ambushes the so Duke tells him where like these biker guys hang out. So he rides his uh, sweet bronco or whatever it is up to uh, there, and he he stages a little um, like an ambush. Right. And he so he shoots the last one, the last demon guy, uh, off his bike. Right. And then he gets in his car and goes full speed and runs into him. And this is one of those moments where it's like B-movie, B-movie. This is cool. It's psychedelic. It's crazy. Then boom, it's like action, like perfect, cool action. The, the scene, like, you know, like a full on Hollywood movie where the car goes flying up and tips over. I love that too, that, that it makes, it sets up that the demons really are like, Whatever those things are, like they're something to be reckoned with. Like when he ran into it, it made his Bronco go flying up on it, like and turn over.
0: Yeah, great car stunt there. Which then just gets him.
1: He doesn't even get to use. He just gets captured right off of that.
0: Yeah, he crashes his car. I got the impression he killed the the demon. Yeah, so one of the like
1: one of the four demons are down.
0: So So there's like the girl
1: one with the white mask. There's the fat one with the like penis blade thing yes and then there's like another like main one
0: yeah the kind of leader or whatever yeah and the spikes spikes all over him
1: the demons are kind of like they just kind of find somebody's house in the middle of nowhere and just take over
0: oh yeah you see two bodies like totally like mangled in the background
1: but you see like i also like that there's like eating chinese food and drinking beer and doing like all the coke oh god the coke I, I wrote down
0: blood and coke because Mountain Nick Cage coke, yeah. picks up a piece of broken glass and like snorts this
1: huge rail oh, on it. It's man, like, that
0: this whole this whole
1: sequence is so cool. So like, yeah, Nick Cage is like tied up and he, he one of his he's got one hand chained to like a
0: a pipe and the other hand is nailed to the floor. Yeah, <laughs> and he, he wakes up like this and yeah. he breaks free the the female biker is there yeah she
1: and gets, he like, may down like a well or something
0: yeah he manages to get loose the pipe and nails her with it and she falls down she comes back later
1: though to shoot the tv the, the one guy yeah he's just watching he's <laughs> watching porn and doing like a mountain of coke yeah like 80s porn too it's yeah. like bad 80s porn and he yeah so there's a little fight there and he slits his throat with a box cutter and i just the blood spills into into nick cage's face and he's just like smiling and like oh yeah throws him off and that's whenever the girl comes and shoots this and then this is another sequence where like there is like legitimate choreography for like a split fucking second where like there's a couple blocks and a cool thing and like Nick Cage just like snaps her fucking neck. Yeah. Oh, and his face and he's covered his whole face is covered in blood. It's so fucking badass.
0: Yeah. And but, by
1: this but, time he's he's acquired some kind of like crazy like like a chest plate almost. Chest like plate that. armor thing that's like kind of has like weird like demon like uh symbolism on it or something
0: yeah he finds some level two armor at the
1: somewhere he he, he takes the broken
0: glass from the tv and
1: does some coke
0: yeah so that scene (laughs) it's like this mountain of coke that he snorts and then he goes into the kitchen and finds their jar of like gray psychedelic whatever it is yeah it's like this crazy tar yeah it's crazy like psychotropic drug he he just and he he licks it he takes like a little bit and he's got on the end of his finger and he smells it and then he puts it to his tongue and then there's this explosion of crazy visuals like the sky and like a lava lamp and it's yeah it's all this crazy shots like and they were chugging this stuff too. Like yes, the yes. The bikers, like you saw them drank a whole jar of it, and it's just like, what is going on here? Yeah. I love it. I, love it. I love
1: it because it makes you question in such a great way. It doesn't make you question where you're like upset about it. You're questioning like in a such a curious way. Like you want to know like more. It leaves you wanting to know more in a yeah, good way.
0: These and, characters. Yeah,
1: and then he finds the Reaper again and he finds his fucking metal axe yeah oh yeah he finds
0: his weapons there so all the three the first there's one biker demons thing left and he's like outside the other three are dead he's killed them all and he goes out shoots him in the neck he doesn't react with his bolt with a bolt he just pull casually pulls the
1: bolt out of his neck there's blood spurting out (laughs) And they have a little face off and they're, now they're in like this crazy, like junkyard, like a uh, lumber yard thing. Right. And there's a car on fire in front of him
0: and they have a sword fight. Dude, It's fucking awesome. <laughs> and uh, this is my, probably my favorite scene in the movie where um, he catches the guy on fire, then decapitates him. And then lights
1: a cigarette off of his flaming decapitated head. <laughs> yeah, he smokes some cigarettes in this movie, and he looks fucking. It makes me want to smoke cigarettes. Yeah, he's like, always smoking. It was the
0: eighties. Yeah, everybody smoked in the eighties. It was like the most metal thing I've
1: seen ever. Well, then he sees the uh, like muscle man cult guy, and he sees a uh, a chainsaw on the ground, a familiar tool. Yeah. He you saw him using a chain. Oh shit, he fucking throws the axe through
0: the air and gets the dude in the dome. Oh, that's right. Well, first, wait a second here. We're missing a part where he tracks down from like the bikers, he tracks down the cult. And the first one he kills is the right hand man, the uh yeah. Ned Dennehy's character, like uh the brutal kill. He uh puts some spike strip out or something for the tires and then he says Ned Denny, he's like this is not ideal
1: <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> gets out of the car and just brutally shoves his sword into his mouth as he's trying to talk shit Uh, the, the woman the young woman is there he lets her go and then we get the axe into the head like the random flying axe into the head <laughs> of the muscle man <laughs> Just
1: yeah it, well a lot of this actually reminded me of like it's it's kind of like a little bit of uh raising arizona because of nick cage and then like a lot of evil dead yeah like how they film stuff like because they're filming stuff in a way that's like they're faking stuff like like close-ups of the demons on their bikes are just they're still and it's like a fan blowing like a fog machine oh, like a light right yeah. I mean, which is awesome I mean yeah. it, it's super effective it has a cool style to it it's Aren't cool a couple of them four-wheelers too like yeah there's like a trike there's a four-wheeler <laughs> it's <laughs> kind like- of like if you start looking like thinking about that it's very silly yeah. but uh well it's like uh it's like art house exploitation basically yeah when he leaves the first demon house that they had taken over and he kills the fat one and the and he kills the girl one yeah he kind of, like, limps out onto the, uh, he's got the, he's got his, like, he's holding the crossbow, and he's got the 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 axe on his back. He's got that, like, new armor, leather armor on. And he he's, like, limping out onto the deck. Mm-hmm. And he's walking on the deck, and how he jumps off is so cool. Like, I don't, it's, like, it's, like, animation cool, like, the timing of it. Like, he just, like, kind of holds his pose, jumping off. Yeah. It's so fucking badass. Like, I forgot how badass that scene is. It looks like, like it's
0: animated, yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. It's so perfect. Like, that kind of little shit to me fucking gets me rock hard, buddy. <laughs> I
0: wonder, like, how much animation influence went into this, too. Because, like, there's a lot of stuff in there that's, like. Well, just
1: having the, anim- like, he's obviously, like, an animation lover. Like, for to, to choose that path of having that whole Mandy thing
0: yeah and the title like, sequences yeah and, um how they're like sparkling and
1: i just can't yeah. get like whenever he jumps off i forgot about that shit it's so fucking cool it's like absolutely perfect i can't get over it
0: yeah it's good stuff so he goes after the cults he
1: knocking them off one by uh, one
0: yeah they gets to the chainsaw fight there's a chain <laughs> It's like the second most metal thing in the movie is a chainsaw fight where Nick Cage has like a chainsaw and he's trying to start it.
1: Well, the whole thing is when he first grabs onto it, there's kind of a music cue of him like, and like how he grabs onto it. It's like, he's like, fuck yeah. Like this is my fucking shit. Cause he's a lumberjack. Like he knows how to fucking work one of those things. And it doesn't fucking
0: start. And then the music cues in this too, are like, really spot on they're like it's almost like a music video in some parts you know it's like
1: yeah but it's done in a way that's not so overtly music video-y you know what I mean yeah it's not in your face about it but it's like
0: it is kind of like that sensibility like music is a big part it is obviously an influence on the filmmaker and it's it's part of the storytelling as well yeah um so Nick Cage has this little chainsaw and then the guy he's fighting is like, well,
1: Fuck check you, this out. And he's yeah. got a chainsaw <laughs> that's like four feet long. I love how he drags it out at first. <laughs> yeah. like He keeps it on the ground, which is very like anime. Yeah.
0: It's and, just like, yeah and the fight scenes too.
1: are cool, man. Like it's kind of samurai-esque.
0: Yeah. Well choreographed chainsaw fight here. That's yeah it's looks really good. Some good stunt work. Um, yeah.
1: Nice big wide swings and stuff. Yeah. It's cool. Yeah. And then he grabs it, the chain. He grabs like he gets his chainsaw knocked out of his hands and he grabs like a big chain link thing and he like wraps it around his head and like, oh, that's what it is. Yeah. Swings him down onto the like that's very not too. Yeah. Like the chain
0: grabbing his neck with the chain. That's very, yeah. very
1: animation. Yeah. As very well. like kill bill which is obviously stealing from like a lot of kung fu movies and he pulls him down onto the chainsaw and i love that like most movies would have like that shot of him like on top of the chainsaw like uh, like and then like cut away this like lingers yeah (laughs) and he's the blood spurting out
0: of it and but you see it from the top too you don't see the like the Kill point. It's just like he's the laying on it and there's blood out, spurting yeah. everywhere. If that was
1: Sam Raimi, it would be well, imagine how much more blood there would be. Oh, yeah. There's think, there's a lot of blood. There's there's a lot of blood, but I think he could have upped it just. I think I think as the movie goes on, it obviously it's kind of like the whole going further down the river, you know, like uh apocalypse now vibe, like getting wackier and wackier and more psychedelic. I think you could just keep on pushing especially the fact that like Nick cage has now taken that psychedelic drug. Yeah. I could like, I could see you pushing it further. Uh, That's true. Yeah. Some of the gore. I mean, like a very uh, ridiculous way, like even more ridiculous in the movie already is. <laughs> but, uh, oh, and yeah. And oh God, he gets on that four wheeler after, like after the scene with the, uh, the, the chemist.
0: That's right. I've, we kind of skipped around a bit, but after he kills all of the bikers, he he meets the chemist who's making all their acid. Yeah. And that's what kind of Bill Duke's character referenced that like these bikers were like um delivering the acid. They were like um what what do you call that on the street? Like somebody who
1: drug pushed, dealers?
0: I Pushers? guess, yeah. It's like there's a guy who makes the acid and there's the people who take the acid, and they're the ones who
1: I'm your pusher it, it, man. Connected, but
0: they like took too much, or they took a bad batch, or something, and now yeah, no. and it's like.
1: But yeah, know, the the chemist transported him to another level. That's a great scene. The scene I scene with the I chemist is amazing. It is really good. I I do honestly think that the first time I saw this movie, I was sober. The second time I watched this movie, I was pretty high. Last night, I was pretty high. Like, I do think, in my opinion, it. I, I I never used to be this person, but now I am because I'm i kind of new to all of that. But like, this movie is better if you're high. On weed? Yeah. <laughs> have you seen Mandy on weed? <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'll have to watch it high. I watched it sober and I, yeah. I still liked it a lot, you know, yeah. but I, I still kind of have that memory of like, I don't know. I don't, I don't honestly I don't the, the, do the a lot of that anymore. State,
1: but... The meditative state is like... Further pushed the, yes. the 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 more stuffier, <laughs> but like when he's on the four wheeler and he's going through like I love all the locations. They're so smart. Like it, it, there's like the cool forests is such a cool scene that the the cabin is such a cool place. That that rock quarry where they camp out is so cool. Like, and then he's cruising through these like mining uh Tunnels with these pipes on the side, and he's just, yeah, ranking through. And there's a cool like slow motion shot where he's like going around a turn. Like it's so cool in that. Oh like, god, like, that church.
0: bullet! Yeah, that bullet time slow
1: motion turn thing yeah. that he does. It's just like what I love is that the director obviously loves. Probably he. I would. I would bet that he. All he like. He loves art house stuff like yeah. a lot. Oh, oh he also sure, yeah Also likes mainstream stuff.
0: Yeah, this is a perfect blend of both of those too. Like
1: that's just it's very accessible for this for this level of movie. It's surprisingly accessible.
0: A church reminded me of Midsommar, by the way. Very much so. But
1: there's like a triangular shaped. Yeah, and the the cross is like is um negative space. Yes. And I love that shot as it's coming through. You can see all the woodwork inside, and it's just that is psychedelic. Oh, I know. That shot. Like is every great. aspect yeah, like, is so yeah. like he must just have such a like to have that kind of vision and to be able to explain it to people and to pick that right crew to bring that all together. It's very impressive.
0: Yeah, a lot of this is just like you're seeing directly inside the director's head. You know yeah. the, these shots, just the colors and the framing and the composition and the architecture. I wrote down crazy architecture in the church. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so we get down to the last two i think there's like the the older lady who's yeah. like the second to last to go and i, I like her death because it's like
1: just implied, you don't know yeah it's like yeah it, well and it, she's like offering him herself to nick cage in a way that's like he's she's trying to seduce him like i am like the best lover like i know like yeah. I'll like know exactly every move you need like uh, and then you're like hmm, what, what like you know the cage isn't going to go for that bullshit but when he just throws her fucking severed head into the room
0: yeah and he like kicks it away jeremiah is like oh, yeah, Jer- oh yeah.
1: jeremiah is such a fucking piece of shit oh yeah. my god <laughs> it's so good oh fucking suck your dick <laughs> he's just like yeah, completely he's
0: like trying everything to like yeah every angle
1: which is so well one they're they're the, the amount of like i don't know like um meaning you can tack on to this movie, like the whole thing, like he gets to the church, but then he goes down deeper yeah. and deeper into this tunnel. So it's like, what does that mean? And then like, yeah, said a cave at the end, that, like what is the, yeah. the room? Is he, well, he's what is in it? It? It's like, he's in hell. He's like going further into hell. Yeah. And that like the church and hell is like one in the same, maybe. And then this whole thing that like, he becomes God, but to become god he kills the like a false god so what's that mean he says well, there's a line there he says i'm your god now
0: yeah and then he crushes his head yeah with well, his hands
1: cuz he's got the fucking
0: crazy oh, the, lsd drug strength. Power. For, yeah, yeah it's yeah. like uh, angel dust or something yeah well really it's like
1: out. that uh, six demon bag in a uh, big trouble little china when i oh, yeah. the, the
0: potion <laughs> i wrote down crazy fake
1: head squash there's like the shot I know, when he—I love it so much, though. The if shot it was where he crushes, better, his... or if they try to make it CG or something, I fucking love that it's just like a you know, like a prosthetic head with the, <laughs> the eyeball pops out. Oh yeah, they're not trying to hide the fact that it's a prosthetic at all. Yeah. it's just uh. Well, guys, if you haven't seen this movie and you actually listen to all of us talk about this, well, honestly, I don't think you can really spoil this movie. It's such a—I um, think you'll just get like. Yes, it would be cool, like off rip, just watching this movie and not knowing anything about it. Definitely, if you like smoking weed and doing <laughs> drugs, watch this movie while doing those things. It'll be a very ex- enjoyable experience. I We're do s- think this movie, though, is like a gateway drug like- <laughs> to, uh, to this kind of movie. Do you know what I mean, though? I think somebody could be like, I love Nick Cage. Whoa, this looks cool. And they kind of like, could be really turned on by this movie like like whoa there's movies out there like this like i maybe i like i think a lot of people don't even know that like and it's know, a
0: typical revenge story you know it's so right. it's like they've seen that before you know
1: it's, i do think this movie did pretty well for the kind of movie it is
0: the story is not hard to understand i no. guess is what i mean it's just right
1: right mandy from 2018
0: all right uh let's do what are you watching
1: and i don't i don't have much to be honest with you Um, did i talk about loki yet no uh we started watching loki on uh disney plus okay it is by far the best uh marvel tv series yet okay production value is really not really high uh They're really smart about making it mostly with, like, Loki and um, Mobius, who is played by Luke Wilson. Sorry, Owen Wilson. Owen Wilson. And great characters, great acting, great script. The effects are pretty good for being, like, a, you know, it's a big-budget TV show, but still, like, man, I really – like, Alex and I are hooked. We were only two episodes in, so – uh, we'll see where it goes but i'm excited for it so loki check it out that's my that's mine darn it
0: now you we gotta get to, disney plus <laughs> now i'm gonna have to watch that no
1: i am still pissed about wandavision i know it, it started off cool but man did it suck yeah oh. check i'm, t- I'm telling was, you this after, first episode of loki you're in like you're fucking in there's right. no way you're not in
0: after the like the after i finished wandavision i basically swore off marvel i was that pissed about it and i'm i'm never watching that crap again yeah. but all right i'll check it out i
1: guess <laughs> it's awesome it's fucking awesome dude it's like I, the, I do, it's like the it's hands down the coolest thing on tv right now i do have disney plus
0: well i i don't have much to report here we've we've watched we've been watching the latest season of alone which i i What's guess is, it's like the survivalist show my wife's all oh. into these oh Sur- right yeah survivalist yeah, yeah. shows like naked and afraid and like yeah.
1: you i can't believe how many of them there are there's like they must it must be really cheap to oh, produce sure. yeah. and like people fucking love them
0: she was like i guess it, which this is an improvement i guess over the like home renovating shows she was oh, into God, a while yeah. ago Alex was so it was like that stuff for a while but i'm i don't know if that means that my wife has given up on home renovation and now her plan is to like (laughs) go live out in alaska or something (laughs) she's given up on like owning a home but um
1: brad i bought a plot of land in alaska (laughs) it was two dollars an acre yeah
0: well all right let's record an outro um Well, thanks for listening. Uh, My name is Brad Patello. Find me on Instagram at Brad Patello. My friend here is Gus Trouth. Find him on Instagram, Mr. Trouth. And you can email us a amoviodyssey.podcast at gmail.
1: Love you guys. Thanks for listening.